0: Welcome to the Experienced Taiwan Podcast. This is Jamie. This is Jason. Jamie, so what's on your mind? Well, I was just uh, on the subway earlier today, and uh, as I was standing there, uh, two young Taiwanese women walked down, and normally that wouldn't be a big deal. But <laughs> this, time around, this time <laughs> around, it was quite special because mm-hmm. they were dressed up in what I would say is this pretty wild costumes. Mm-hmm. So our topic for today, Jason, is cosplay.
1: You know, uh, cosplay, I, I must be honest, it's, uh, I'm a little older, so that's something that I have not personally experienced when I was uh, younger, but it's something that I've learned to appreciate, especially being Taiwan, because you see them, like you said, everywhere.
0: Yeah, so for our listeners out there, especially Western listeners who are perhaps familiar with uh, Halloween, mm-hmm. uh, cosplay, I mean, Halloween is actually a form of cosplay, yeah, but just for yeah. one evening. So mm-hmm. cosplay is short for costume play, mm-hmm. but actually this is something that became very popular in Japan. Mm-hmm. In the 1990s, and just by virtue of I would say geographical proximity, yeah, it uh, it reached Taiwan and also became very popular here. Mm. Um, but because of its origin in Japan, a lot of this stems from anime mm. and yes. manga and animation. Yes. So typically, uh, when Jason, whenever you've seen cosplay mm. or performers in mm. Taipei or Taiwan in general, what mm. what do, what do you think? Like, what do they what do they normally look like?
1: They look like uh, cartoon characters and they're wild. Uh, uh, just to share experience I had uh, on the subway one time. Also, like you said, because in Taiwan, I think a lot of people travel riding on the MRT. And I see these young people and, I, you know, they seem really, really into their personality. I mean, not only are they wearing the costume, they literally are acting like the, uh, how the character would act in, uh, in an animation and their colors and the detailness, I must say, because uh, it's an interesting fact that uh, for some people, when you put on costume itself, it could take anywhere from three hours to eight hours. So you can just imagine how detailed it is.
0: Yeah, and, and, and mm-hmm. Jason brings up a really good point about cosplay, which is it's not just limited to the costume itself, the makeup. It's actually about becoming that character, yeah. personality. So you'll actually see people studying the studying this character's personality their their traits and qualities and whatnot yeah so i think an important distinction that we need to make about this cosplay especially mm-hmm. for example japan and taiwan is mm-hmm. it's not just like uh, an activity it's actually almost become a cultural component yeah uh, especially yeah. in these two countries
1: yeah uh because you know f- I, at least from my point of view i think because uh, if you notice in taiwan uh people work long hours they go to school for long hours. And it seems like uh, uh, the comics itself is like a, for a way for them to release some stress. Because, you know, once they're, imbo- they're immersed in the world, they can be a something that they're not. And it provides with them like a, a, an escape from all the stress. And it's, it's something that, uh, interesting fact for people that I don't know, in Taiwan, people actually go to school for about, on average, about nine hours the students at can, least yeah yeah, i can
0: imagine yeah. that in the
1: states i think uh there had
0: to be a riot for yeah it. exactly <laughs> um and I, I think there's another component and this is just uh, an observation of mine as a foreigner living in mm-hmm. taiwan for many years and it's going to sound like i'm generalizing a little bit but i think in in general a lot of taiwanese that i've met are typically more reserved yes introverted very mindful and conscious of what other people think so i mean you know there's the entire concept of face mienzi in uh you know, in Taiwan. Uh, and I would say most East Asian cultures, you know, faces a, a very important thing. So I actually think cosplay is a way for a lot of these people to temporarily escape, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, those cultural and social clutches and kind of whether it be themselves, yeah. give them a real moment to act exactly how they want, or they can just be somebody else. It's yeah. really kind of a form of escapism.
1: Yeah. And, uh, on top of that, it's for like a hobby for them, and it seems you know uh, for a lot of them it's like a full time job. Because uh, uh, in Taiwan you see them everywhere, and now I think uh, even in Europe, a lot of other places are uh, having cosplays as well. In Europe, this so previously where I probably have seen it most in the Asian areas, Asian countries, Japan, Taiwan, but now I think in Europe and all other places also picking up uh popularity
0: i believe the you know the the popular one i think the one that actually gets a unfairly ridiculed sometimes is comic con yeah you know in the u.s where a lot of people will do cosplay now Mm -hmm. in taiwan uh there are more and more exhibitions Mm -hmm. um whether they be manga animation Mm -hmm. for example cwt which is comic world taiwan Mm -hmm. uh ff which is fancy frontier there are more and more of these type of special events where uh, especially Taiwanese, or mm. I would say anybody living in Taiwan who has a, a passion for cosplay can go to these events and express themselves.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, since you brought up uh, Comic-Con, actually because it's in uh, San Diego. So actually I've been in, uh one a couple of times, and I noticed that recently a lot more Japanese uh, characters are popping up as well too. and So that's something that you can see it evolving. Gradually over time.
0: So this is something that I didn't really know until much later is that there's actually an etiquette to how you're supposed to deal with people in cosplay, in particular, uh, taking their photos. So why don't you let everyone know what that is?
1: The most important thing is be polite. I mean, just like anybody else, you definitely do not just walk up and say, hey, let's take a picture. Even though they're in costume, uh, it's still, you got to be polite and ask them because a lot of times I think the cosplay players themselves, they're impersonality. So you cannot just go up and say, you know, hey, how's it going? Let me take a picture. Uh, it's, it's just rude. So uh, like anything, I think you be polite when you're taking a picture, ask for permission, see if the timing's right. And uh, then I think most of them are glad. I mean, they, they love to take pictures themselves, but they want to make sure that it's in the light that's
0: reflecting best of what they're trying to be. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a, another point on that is, in particular, if you're encountering mm-hmm. cosplayers, Uh, For example, at these type of exhibitions or events that we were just talking about, quite often they will have specific rules for locations where you can take photos. So, for example, if these cosplayers are at a certain booth, Mm -hmm. sometimes you're not even allowed to take a photo. You know, you have to wait until they're at a certain location to do so.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, piggyback off of that is uh, actually cosplays, even though it's relatively new for me. I think uh, in Taiwan culture, it's something that has been done before and it's called uh,
0: puppetry. Yeah, Bu Xi.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, once you kind of look at the puppetry and its history, you kind of understand uh, a, similar, a similarity between the two.
0: Uh-huh. Absolutely. So just for everyone's, uh, just a quick explanation. So Bu Xi, or what is called glove puppetry, mm-hmm. is a very traditional art form here in Taiwan where it's, it's a form of puppets, and usually they're kind of these epic, uh, you know, you wuxia, know, these battles uh, between warriors or just kind of telling these traditional Folk stories And kind of what's happened in recent times mm-hmm. with, especially with this cosplay, is now more and more Taiwanese are taking these influences from Bu Daishi and implementing it into cosplay.
1: Yeah, so uh, so in, actual, in actuality, it's that I guess cosplay can uh, be traced way back than what we see now in the 1990s, especially in Taiwanese uh, history.
0: Oh, totally. I mean, I, I think, you know, the, the way we've seen it is modern, but actually I would say this type of cosplay... Uh, in, in another episode, you know, we're ta- we'll be talking about Taiwanese opera. Yeah, that's a you could say that's a form of, you know, of cosplay in a way in terms of dr- those uh, traditional costumes and, and uh, dress forms. I mean, you just
1: sit back and think about it. The stages that they used before can actually be like a TV that we use now. And the puppets itself are the animation characters.
0: So I think one thing that's worth, uh, that's worth noting is that recently in 2021, at the, there was actually a world-level competition called the World Cosplay Summit. There was actually a team which was a combination of Taiwanese and Japanese cosplayers who actually apparently did very well. And one thing that was particularly notable about their competition was their implementation, if you will, of this Budaishi, you know, this uh, glove puppetry into their cosplay.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, every time I see Budaishi, uh, the puppetry, I always kind of imagine myself being back in the old days where uh, people are writing the stories itself. Because as we know, it's based on folklore. So it's a lot of the tree events at that time. And you just kind of sit back and experience it. You, uh, you kind of realize the, uh, how, how smart and how uh, creative the people are back
0: then. Oh, so much eff- so much effort yeah. goes into it. So, Jason, just mm. to finish up today's episode, mm. uh, just a theoretical: if uh, if mm. someone were to ask you or someone invited you to to do cosplay, let's mm. just say for one of these events, would you do it? And if so, what would you dress up as? <laughs>
1: I, I probably would, but there's one key thing I make sure is I cover up my face because <laughs> uh, I I still probably need a little bit more time. But any character, I would say for me, there's a really popular Japanese anime uh, called uh, Naruto.
0: Oh yeah, one. What is it? The one One Punch Man, right? Or oh,
1: no, no, it's even later than that. Okay. So uh, that kind of shows your age a little bit. Yeah. the One Punch. Man. <laughs> but but Naruto, yeah, it's because. It, Just like uh, the puppetry we see here in Taiwan, the creativity and the storylines. Really, when you kind of immerse yourself in it, you just feel uh, relaxed and you enjoy life
0: just that much more. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, everyone, we hope you enjoyed today's episode on cosplay and hope to see you in our next episode. Take care, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye. Get ready with us all to give up. Oh, what say. Just you and me. Some of time, get ready with us all to give up. Oh, what say. Let's live our dream. Some of time. Copyright by Ministry of Education.